Hello, welcome to Dying to Talk. I'm Buddy Feneff, a fourth generation funeral director in New Hampshire and the owner of Feneff Funeral Homes and Crematorium and the founder of the Cremation Society of New Hampshire. My co-hosts today are Mandy Damaris and Madison Smith, both longtime funeral directors with our firm. Hello, I'm Mandy. Thanks for joining us on Dying to Talk. Hi, I'm Madison. We're excited to discuss some frequently asked questions about the funeral industry. Dying to Talk is a lighthearted and upbeat discussion of those topics no one really wants to talk about. Each episode, we will choose a subject that is related to funeral service, the cremation process, or death and dying. Um, on this week's show, we're actually be talking about pet loss. We focus a lot of shows on um, over the last year on um, bereavement and grief. And as we all know, we all have pets. Um, we've all lost pets. And um, for many people, pets are a huge and integral member of the family. When you lose a pet, it's really no different for many people than losing a member of the family, which they are for, for many people. So um, our guest this week is Wendy Vanderpoel. Wendy is the founder of the Center for Pet Loss Grief. I'm sorry, the founder for Pet Loss Grief. And she is also a best-selling author of My Dog is Dying, What Do I Do? So um, have any of you lost a pet? Yes, actually, just recently, oh. um, a couple weeks ago, we put our, our kitty down, oh. 14-year-old little mixed breed cat and it was it was horrible yeah. i'd never put a cat down before um all my other previous pets had died naturally so that was quite an experience yeah. at 37 years of age yeah. you know putting your first pet to sleep the, the cat wasn't 37 no i'm 37 oh, okay okay the cat was 14 <laughs> okay, okay. but how, how old is that in cat years a lot is it yeah yeah that's I'm sure cat years like I'm dog not, years I'm not sure. I, don't I don't know she was old and she was yeah. sick and it was time and it was it was really hard yeah we, we put you know we, i've had pets since mm-hmm. forever dogs and yeah we Pets and it's it's tough. We, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. You'll never experience no, Madison I'll because you have a tortoise, <laughs> and that thing's gonna be. You'll Your tortoise will be putting uh, you down. Exactly. <laughs> the tortoise is like, pull the plug. <laughs> But you're gonna have to do it because I can't reach you. You have to put your, your turtle and your tortoise in the will, right? Because you have um, to. They have a trust fund set up. Do they really? Yes, they. Know. Carrots. What do you... They don't eat carrots. They have like no. godparents. Your tortoises. Like, they who... were not baptized in the Catholic Church. Oh, I could okay. not find a priest to do it. <laughs> but no, who takes your tortoises? Um, like our future children will oh, be. Gotcha. We okay. have to have them first. Thanks, yeah. mom. Your future children. Take... Okay. <laughs> okay. Good morning, Wendy. Welcome to Dying to Talk. Good morning. How are you? Great. Did Good. I pronounce your name correctly? You did. In your book correctly? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kindergarten words, buddy. Okay, right. right. <laughs> Wouldn't be the you, first time. You I did good. You did good. <laughs> So, um, pretty specialized. Yes, class. very specialized. So how did you? Um, how did you? Is, is therapy your your background? How did you? No, to... I am actually. Um, I have a master's in wolf ecology, so I've been working wolf with ecology? wolf ecology, and I did my like, wolf, like animal like really? the animal wolf. Yes, wow. so I've worked with animals hands on for quite a long time. Oh, I don't that's so cool. Yeah, I don't do that anymore though. Uh, but through that work, I became, uh, it's all kind of a long story, but through that work, I became a massage therapist for humans, okay. horses, and hounds. And people would oftentimes bring their pets to me when they were dying because they wanted to do something special during the pet hospice mm. period. Mm-hmm. So I found myself uh, not only helping hands-on with the pets that were in pain or just old and you know had cancer but I was finding myself listening to what the people had to say and hearing their grief and hearing about their loss 
So as the years went by, I just said, you know, I need to get into pet loss, you know, helping people with pet loss. There's, there was nothing out there, right. nothing. So I just kind of used my intuition mm-hmm. with helping people. Then I found somebody that is a coach. He does life coaching. And I became a certified end-of-life and pet loss grief coach. And so that's... Now there can't have, be too many of you out there. There are not too many. I'm a pioneer in the field. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you get certified for something like that? Um, I went through a um, gentleman. He has a academy mm-hmm. for end-of-life coaching for people. So I contacted him and I said, can I take your coaching? Because I'm already a life coach. Mm-hmm. Could you possibly tailor this for pets for me and he said hmm, nobody's ever asked me that before mm-hmm. and I said hmm not surprising but this is who I am and this is what I do and I work with people all the time mm-hmm. and their pets so we tailored it mm-hmm. he was nice enough to tailor the program to me and bringing in case studies bringing in people that he knew through his parish mm-hmm. that lost their pet were were losing their pet mm-hmm. so I got to practice on that you know, with through with him, um, so it was quite rigorous. Mm-hmm. It was a year training, and yeah. Well, so you, that's what you I think do now. this is kind of <clears throat> falls under that that um, scope of of disenfranchised grief. You know, it's, yes. it's normal to grieve for you know you, when you lose your mom or your dad or or whatever. Yeah, but you lose your pet, and people are like, uh, move on. You know, but. The love you have with a pet is, is totally different. It's talking, so much we, more. we all have had pets yeah. and dogs, and we've lost pets and part of the family. And my, you know, my wife has birthday parties for our yeah. pets, and they're part of our kids. Of course, yeah. yeah. Life love and, with your pet is so uncomplicated. It's yes. so much more honest. It and, is. and pure than it is with a person. It is. You know? It doesn't have yes. all those rough edges. So it, it's it's amazing. You've never lived that. with a French bulldog. It surprises me that that there isn't more of this going around. You know, yeah. Because this is real grief. It is real grief. And here's the thing is what I have found is people oftentimes will grieve the loss of their pet more than they do their a person mm-hmm. because our pets give us unconditional love. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we love our people. Our people love us, but how many times do you come home and your partner is grumpy? Or yeah. Like, not wagging their tail to yeah. see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Ow, I'm so happy to see you. That's how my wife greets me every single day. I come home. <laughs> It's a whole different radio show topic. So, So, yeah, it's huge. So do you have, I would think that, I mean, do you have a referral network like veterinarians? I mean, you would think, okay. Yes, I work a lot with emergency clinics, veterinarians, Mm -hmm. uh, therapists, psychotherapists, um, other pet owners. Yeah, just pet shops. Yeah, yeah, you know. We had a lady on, on, on last week's show that was actually, uh, uh, she was a hospice volunteer. Yes. And brought her pet yes. with her to hospice and did pet therapy. Yes, it's with wonderful. It. It's, 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 it's not something that's very common. No. But, yeah, yeah. Same thing you know, yeah. we're doing. Yes, but very... yes. But it's becoming more and more. More more so? It's a need. Yeah. People absolutely. need it. And yeah. Now, do you focus mainly on the surviving families or as you mentioned, you would done the massage work is do you, are you combining the two or are you only doing the the pet loss pretty now? well it depends so if someone calls me like <clears throat> my first book is my dog is dying i have a companion book for that my dog has died i made it big, and these uh, are associated 
with the support that I give, whether it's one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. with people or online or through one of my courses that I have on my website. you're not just doing this in New Hampshire, you're... Oh, it's worldwide. I it's have, worldwide. I have oh, wow. clients in Japan, uh, Australia. You speak Japanese? I don't, but okay. they speak English. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't speak Japanese. I wouldn't even want to try it. <laughs> um, so, yes, it's all over the world. But um, I forgot your question. I'm sorry. If you're combining the massage therapy yes. with grief therapy. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. With my pet hospice, uh, yes, obviously. Because um, I'm working with, if somebody is local, and they want me to help them with their horse or their cat or their dog mm -hmm. feel better mm -hmm. physically. Yeah. And that, that you, you find that that helps oh, a lot? Oh, the, yes. The massage? Oh, yes. I've been at euthanasias. Mm -hmm. I've been called mm -hmm. in for euthanasias mm -hmm. to be there. I mean, what dog doesn't love a tum-tum robin? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been so, it's been very um, profound experiences. Well, yeah. Sure. I so mean, it's you, not you just, I mean, you, you think dog, but it's, Cats, it's horses. Yes. Are there other animals that you've? Yes, uh, birds. Birds, okay. I have had a snake. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have were you very bond. Madison has tortoises. I have not had a tortoise for pet It'd be hard loss. To massage them. <laughs> but <laughs> honest to goodness, them. I've massaged a um, tortoise's feet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They like that. Do they, they do like, like that. that. <laughs> well, oh, don't you don't like it like that. <laughs> They did not pull back. She, she did not pull back. <laughs> um, so if somebody were, a person were to go to a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, a, a typical course of treatment, I think is like 11 weeks. Uh -huh. Is this, is it similar where you have a, a course of treatment or is it kind of a one shot deal or? That's a really, really great question. And yes to all of it. Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes the way it begins is somebody calls me and says, I need help. I feel alone. People are looking at me like I'm nuts. Um, what am I going to do? My pet has died. What am I going to do? I did not name my book by mistake because <laughs> this is what I get. Right. What am I going to do? Uh, so usually it will start off with one appointment, either via phone or in person, and then it will go from there. I'm not a therapist. I'm mm -hmm. a coach. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I'm not out there to fix people or tell people what to do. I guide them. I listen to them. I give them the space to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Do you, you know, if, if and, you find out that they need some more advanced help, oh, you then refer them to yes. licensed therapists and yes. counselors? And, okay. Yes. Does that happen yes. fairly frequently? No. Okay. No. Um, in my books, I talk a lot about what normal grief is and what to do if you can't handle it. What be, when it becomes that. You guys know what abnormal. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you deal with this all the time in your industry, too. Mm -hmm. So... Do you use therapy animals in your course of treatment? I haven't. No. No, but I would love to. That's a great idea. I didn't know if it yeah. would be too, you know, too, too new. soon yeah, for too, that. Too, until yeah. Throughout. Yeah. But it's, I mean, why not? That is an option. Yeah. Now, do you, have, might be too do you have pets some. of your own? I do. I do. What do you have? I have a new rescue puppy. Okay. And she's awesome. <laughs> and I have two birds that are crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy and that's all i have right now right now <laughs> lots of wildlife in my backyard <laughs> now how I, I don't know how you would do this or if this is even a thing but i know in the we've always at one point we've, we've gone from 
having one dog, three dogs, or two dogs, or three dogs, or mm-hmm. one dog. And I know when we've lost a dog, the other dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you. I love coach, that question. How do you deal with other? Because they're, they get sad too. I mean, they do get, then they suffer grief. And that yeah. I am writing a book on that as well because it's really, really important. And from my personal experience, when my first dog died, it was down at Angel Memorial, and her pal. Our second dog mm-hmm. didn't say goodbye. I was, you know, I didn't think. Right. At the, it was a long time ago. And he was so depressed. It was, I mean, he, he wouldn't eat. He wouldn't move. He looked for her. He saw a picture of her mm. that was his level, and he howled at the picture. Mm. He looked at that picture, and he howled at it. Oh, second time, I got a little bit more aware and I allowed the next dog to say goodbye. And Cato, uh, we, we've always had home euthanasias. And Cato loved the garage. That was his favorite place. And so he was in the garage and the vet came. We had a pizza party for him because he loved pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and the other dog, Marley, was there. And it was very interesting because she was there during the entire period. She had pizza with us. The vet euthanized Cato, and I could see Marley kind of like sniffing the air, and she would sniff him and then sniff the air, and we kept the body with us because I, I wanted to take him to the crematorium. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, Marley went back out, looked at Cato, and then got really kind of confused. Mm-hmm. Then she started to look for him. And it was a very, very interesting experience. Would I do it the, again the same way? You betcha. I think it's really important to give our pets the time to say goodbye to their... I didn't their, realize. Yeah. We, we've euthanized one of our dogs yeah. and didn't realize that the vet will actually come to you. Or, oh, yeah. 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 There's actually um, veterinarians that specialize in that now. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's, I mean, it's obviously not the same thing, but it's... It's sort of like why so many people choose to have their family members die at home in a familiar mm-hmm. environment and mm-hmm. under hospice care rather than mm-hmm. in an institution. And again, we're not obviously we're not euthanizing our you know family members, but right. Um, Can we if we wanted to? Yeah. <laughs> you were all thinking that's of that. Yes, <laughs> I'd like to. That's a different story for a different day. Um, but that's I mean. I'm thinking back, I, we definitely would have rather have done that than having my you know wife go to a sort yeah. of an institutional environment and mm-hmm. sit there on a table. With You're the, right, you know. right, right, huh. right. Uh, but there are veterinarians' offices now that are creating special rooms mm. for that. We were just before yeah. um, before the break, we were talking about how a couple of weeks ago I had to put my cat down, mm. and our vet has a special room with a special exit door, yeah. <clears throat> so you don't have to go back out beautiful. through the reception area when you're crying, and right. you just go out the side. They much more um, comfortable. Yeah. The, the furniture's in it more, co- right. more comfortable. Um, and it's a lot less um, clinical. Right. Would Sterile. Say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's and personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how much does it cost? I mean, what do you... Ta- I mean, obviously it ranges. You have a range of... I have a range. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I do have a range. And I have local for local rates. Okay. Yeah. Versus online rates. Yeah. 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 So I, it, usually the best is to have people come and talk to me. You know, oh, and your, yeah. At, okay. Well, no, via email and, okay. and to discuss, you know, a rate. But my courses they run anywhere from like ninety seven dollars, 
for a course to if you wanted to do the biggest course that would that's 750 okay so huge range huge range yeah, yeah same with my rates i mean right. my local rates start at at 97 and, mm-hmm. and go up from there okay. what would yeah. like the full course entail the full course depends if you're doing well let's talk about the one uh for pet loss grief this is after your pet dies that includes i believe if i remember correctly it's all on my website um which is what which is, is center for pet and if you go there on the right on the home page right up there when you first look at the page there's a free gift for people it's a meditation uh, to help you through the hard times and it's there's also a myth tip sheet so there's a lot of myths that are surrounding death and grieving and this little tip sheet is great because you can keep it in your back pocket and mm-hmm. if somebody mm-hmm. says something weird to you you can pull it out and say okay got my script mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what i can say to you so it's very helpful there um if i remember correctly don't hold me to all the details but it is four weeks Every week you get a workbook, a video with me helping you along. There's three coaching sessions, I believe, with me. There's three or four coaching sessions with me, one-on-one with that price. Unlimited email in between. Um, A copy of my book. Mm -hmm. And... I know there's other stuff, but I can't remember. But it's on the website. <laughs> it's on the yeah. website, yeah. So a do lot you, of value in there. Yeah, a do lot you, of value. Are most of your clients, um, are they contacting you when their pet has passed or when they are anticipating? Usually it's after they've after passed. The fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's when the grief sets in. I love it when people cl- contact me when they get the news. You know, when they get the news, you're at the vet's office, you get the news, your dog, your cat has cancer, they have a week to live. Because when people contact me at that time, I can help them right. prepare. It's no different yeah. in our industry exactly. where you have yeah. a, you know, a planned death and yes. under hospice, exactly. get the family together, talk about versus an, right. you know, an accidental death or an untimely death. Yes, right. it's absolutely, it's the, exactly the breathing process the same is thing. completely different yeah. for those either, you know, yeah. either ones. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's exactly like, have you, how do you take care of yourself? How do you take care of your pet? Mm-hmm. It's so important because if you're not eating well or resting or sleeping or you know getting massages, whatever, mm-hmm. and you're going through all this chaos and wanting to do the best for your best friend, you can really, you know, you know, you wear yourself ragged. Mm-hmm. How, how soon do you recommend people get another pet? We had our, our son, unfortunately, last year lost a puppy. And my wife and I had a discussion slash argument uh, <laughs> how soon he could. You know, he's off away and living in living in D.C. and you know he doesn't have any family. Obviously, we visit, and, but you know all of his family's here in New England. And my thing was, you know, when he's ready, if he wants to get it right away, my wife would know he should wait a while. And so, what do you? That's it, another great question, and it's really common. Yeah. And I always tell you to people when it's the right time for you. The, I, there's no prescription. Um, but there are some guidelines that I, I, uh, share with people and that is try not to name the dog or the cat, the same name as the one that just passed. It, it, it can confuse your, your grief, (laughs) right? The other thing is to make sure when you 
go to the rescue league or when you talk to a breeder or however, that it's a conscious decision, that you're not just doing it by impulse. Right. Mm. Feel it in your heart. Make that well, heart connection. They say you shouldn't yeah. make any major decisions the first right. year after you suffer right. a, a loss. I would, right. I would think that's a major decision. That's a major decision. But for us, for my husband and I, we weren't. We lost Marley, and we weren't going to get another dog. And then we were involved with a plane rescue, and here comes this little puppy off the plane. Mm. And that was two months later, and. I just knew it was right. We well, knew that's it a situation was right. where the dog yeah. kind of adopts you. Exactly. You, know? you get put into exactly. the position and, and that exactly. dog comes home with you whether you like it or not. Right. Yeah. And that's what happened. She just <clears throat> licked our faces and that was it. Now, do you find some people that say, I just can't go through this again. I'm not going to yes. get another pet. Yes, I do. They've created such an attachment. They just yeah. can't. And yeah. I think it's similar for people that maybe lost, lose a spouse and say, I don't want to, or you know, right. lose a child or right. this, yeah. I just can't go through that again. I don't want right. to set myself up for a potential Yeah, situation. Yeah, that's normal. That's Is so it? normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunate, though, because you think at that point they're, they're closing themselves off to feeling right. that unconditional right. love again. Right. So. If they see that as normal grief, mm-hmm. if, if we see that as normal grief, that usually passes. Mm-hmm. It can be a sticking point. Yeah. You know, where we can get stuck mm-hmm. as humans. Can you uh, give us your website again and contact information sure. for people interested in learning about your services? Sure. Come and visit me at www.centerforpetlossgrief.com. Put your name, your email. You'll get a free gift from me. And if you want to reach out, I have a contact space right in my, my uh, website. Okay. Wendy, thank you for coming. Thank you. It was really great. Thank you for joining us on another informative episode of Dying to Talk. I definitely learned a lot. If our listeners have any questions about funerals or cremations, either in New Hampshire or Vermont, I'm happy to answer them. Just email me at buddy at finef.net. That's buddy at p-h-a-n-e-u-f.net. Or call me on my direct line at 603-625-5778. Our contact information is in the show notes of this episode too.